Hey guys, how are you doing today? Uh, welcome to the Metal Nerd channel. Um, today we'll be reacting to some Breaking Benjamin, um, you know, uh, on the show today to react with us is uh, our buddy uh, Michael Costa from the K-Pop Reaction channel. Um, <laughs> hi Mike, how you doing? Hey everybody, it's me, Michael Costa. I've got my beanie on. I've been listening to my Ed Sheeran on my uh, AirPods. Just updated my MacBook. Uh, just uh, was shooting some really nice uh, photos of my cat, Cusco, on my Sony, and just got on here. And uh, yeah, let's let's talk about uh, metal because that's what I know all about. Did you bring the butt for? Oh, come on. Don't try to get me with the butt for a joke, dude. <laughs> All jokes aside, this is the Photography Brothers podcast where you can get your weekly dose of photography, videography. Oh, and idiocracy. <laughs> and everything that falls under that. Umbrella Ella. Oh, my goodness. It couldn't have been more fluid. The flow couldn't have been better. And just like the show that we have planned for you, Creative Creatures, today, uh, we'll be covering some collaboration. I think it'd be a good topic for us to do and uh, really excited to do that. But before we do that, what needs to happen, Jared? What needs to happen? Before I believe that? that Michael has a song to deliver all of you fine people and myself today. And I've heard that it's a bit of a heavier song today, which I'm pretty excited for as a metal nerd, you know. Myself, uh, I'm ready for Michael to bring the fury, to bring the rage. So uh, let's let's get into the song here. You know, I uh, I kind of teased it in the metal nerd. I know you wouldn't react to Breaking Benjamin; it's still a little too soft for you. But uh, for me, that's as hard as I get. Yeah. So I'm gonna go gonna go a little Diary of Jane here, folks. Oh, okay, I was I was thinking maybe you might go with like I'm on a Marth or something, but you know. <laughs> no <laughs> not a big viking metal guy eh too bad no not yet there's not still yet. time for you to convert me but uh i'll play some breaking benjamin for the meantime okay okay i'm good with that someone got in the way of my shot the other day i just need to jot this down in the diary of the photo bros now let's shoot the show That was intense, dude. I was worried that you're gonna hurt yourself there. I know. After 20 takes, maybe I think maybe even yeah. just spraining a finger. Dude, what yeah. are you talking about? We always first take. <laughs> if there's one thing I know, the song is always one take. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, somebody you. else who's awesome, hopefully, is me, your photographer, Jared Poirier, <laughs> and somebody else who is also uh, rad as hell. Something. Is this oh. guy over here with a lot of cat cat hair on his shirt? <laughs> oh shit! How can you see that? Oh my! Well, we're not shooting a video podcast. Who anymore, are you, Jared? So, who am I? Yeah. Or where am I? Who are you? Who am I? Yeah. Who um, are you? Well, I don't know if you heard the intro of the show, but my name's Jared. I shoot the oh. metal nerd show. Yeah, that's uh, right. <laughs> my name is Michael Costa. I'm also a lifestyle photographer and videographer, and uh, stoked to talk about collaboration today jared oh yeah today we're talking collaboration all the times that we have worked with other people to achieve bigger and better things you know uh we've even had a show on this very podcast before about photography being lonely it was one of our early yeah. episodes in the early days we were so young michael we were so young. i know i know That's i had hair yeah, <laughs> I, I was going to say I had uh, less gray hair back then, um, but, you know, we talked Sorry about, about uh, yeah, it's, like it's going to happen. <laughs> we talked about, you know, photography being lonely and uh, and one of the ways that you can address that is collabing with other people. So that's that's what we want to talk about here today. And I'm excited to get into it. Um, maybe a good place to start. Who are some people who you've collaborated with? Let's just start there. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So I guess the first one I'll say is, I mean, obviously I've collaborated with you. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, that's the first one on my list too. 
Yeah, <laughs> I just think it's the most obvious one. We're here together, boys, uh, boys and girls. So uh, me and Jared, I mean, it started off, you know, I draw, I came on on his show. Um, he had a, what was it called? The Creative, the Creative. Oh, man, it was like the five series, I think, was the, the name of that series back then. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a creative series. It's something like that. Anyways, but was that was, was fun. Good. I interviewed um, a lot of different uh, entrepreneurs and different creatives and stuff like that. Yeah, it was yeah. a good time. And then uh, obviously you came, you, you hopped on mine, and then we just started making a show together. We just said, screw doing our own show. We'll just do it. Uh, we'll just do one. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's been good. Obviously, like, you know, I've collaborated with someone who will be on the show very shortly. Um, you know, his name's Jamie. Um, really good guy. Um, it's led to obviously opportunity there as well. Yeah, so that's, that's weird great. that Jamie's not been on this show. That like doesn't make sense in my head, actually. <laughs> like, done it for like so, a year and a half. So actually, this is a good point. Okay. Yeah. So we're talking about collaboration, and this is kind of like a cool little surprise that's still relevant. Okay. So nice. J- Jamie wants us to get on his Dude, show. Are you or doing like a live ours. announcement here, bro? I wasn't yes. ready for this. And Whoa. he wants Whoa. us to do a similar debate as okay. we did uh Canon Sony, but he's looking to upgrade and he there's like a specific category that he's looking at. Okay. And so we really okay. need to bring out the swords and shields. Whoa. 100%. Whoa, dude. I'll yeah. get like my shield with like a, <laughs> my dragon fire shield that will protect me from your fury <laughs> furiousness. If you bring anything oh like a quarter of the fury that you brought to the song, I'm uh I'm worried. So yeah, another another big um, collaborator of, of yours, Jamie, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, you know, I'd say one that we kind of talk about a little bit, or um, uh, quite a bit. I'd say more so earlier on when we were doing subjects on the show. But um, you know, I've collaborated collaborated with a lot of um, of businesses in attempts to gain traction and, and get a foot in the door. Um, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to shooting stuff for free, I mean, we were just talking to a buddy of mine the other day, uh, about this and, you know, obviously that can go wrong sometimes and you got to kind of monitor that and kind of put yourself in the right position. But, um, yeah, sometimes, you know, collaborating with, with folks to get the foot in the door. Yep. Definitely, uh, a good thing to do. And we'll get into some of the advantages of that, like some of the advantages of working with people, uh, some people that I want to shout out here, um, obviously, Michael Costa, my biggest collaborator. There's no one who I've made more stuff with. <laughs> We've made a lot of Same. videos, man. And uh, not, not, yeah. just our, not just our own content, but uh, actual like professional gigs and, and shoots. And, you know, we worked for U of T. We did uh, a video mm-hmm. super recently for Laughing Vikings while we were there shooting episode 50. Yeah. Uh, that, that came out pretty good. You, can guys, you guys can go check out uh, Laughing Vikings. You can see uh, Michael's gimbal skills and mine as well you know we were kind of trading off jared slayed those edits they are so good hey man i've edited some real estate videos and it was kind of a similar uh approach to that um yeah i definitely want to shout out my buddy tristan as well my second shooter on a lot of the restaurant work that i do uh i'll be talking about our work quite a bit when we get into uh some more details here of you know like more reasons why you should consider collaborating more, you know, maybe some tips uh, for better collaboration we'll kind of get into in a second. I want to shout out Sydney as well, uh, my editor for a lot of uh, YouTube work. She even edited this podcast for a while. Uh, she's rad. We've like uh, grown a lot together, learned a lot together. Definitely, definitely someone who uh, is open to learning new things and trying stuff out, which is uh, a big part of collaboration, super important. And uh, I want to give my buddy Kyle a shout out too, uh, like lasagna on Instagram. Not sure why he uses that, but it sticks in your head at the very least, right? <laughs> it's a weird, it's a weird uh, tag for Instagram, but whatever. Uh, check out Kyle. He's uh, doing some actual crazy um quite phenomenal photography like lifestyle type of stuff so i want to shout him out and I, yeah he, he's another person who will definitely be on the show for in the future nice yeah i mean we every time we have someone on the show we're collaborating as well so i guess any of True. the guests that we've had on brody um all those folks i think they're people that we've obviously yeah, collaborated Cash, with here and then sarah in the shutter. past sarah shutter yeah corinne yeah, we've had Grin. some really good some, guests and some next shit on uh, on Instagram. That's crazy. <laughs> That's right. How do you you can't forget the name? That's I why you, I you gotta hold to on to it. Names. We gotta work. Uh, we gotta work on that. Photo Bros is a good name. That's a pretty good name. 
That's a pretty darn yeah. Good it's pretty pretty memorable. We're not really that broy though, you know. We don't do like so, well, you know. I I well, I, I think we're pretty broy. Like bit, we go to the gym, we drink chirpy. beer, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not like total meatheads. <laughs> <laughs> like giving me camera, try to take a bite out of it. Ah, this is the worst <laughs> protein bar I've ever tasted. <laughs> oh my god. You know, like some true bros. Maybe that's the key, though. Maybe we should bro it up more. Um, you want to get into some reasons why you should collaborate? You cool with that? I think it's a great idea. Okay, you go first, yeah. man. What comes What comes uh, top of mind? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, one thing we talk about basically every show in some capacity is the importance of networking. Um, and so, you know, just me and Jared taking that first step and me hopping on his show and, you know, shooting that first thing i mean that created obviously the opportunity to create this show here as jared mentioned to, to shoot some uh gigs there um and so um you know there's the opportunity to just network and meet people and create opportunity i think there's the opportunity to um you know again get your foot in the door i think to just create content that maybe you might need a i want to say a specialist i guess like a specialist take on you know for mm -hmm. example if i was like hey Brody, I want to do a video about shooting skate photography, hmm. right? That's another opportunity to bring new knowledge to your channel. Um, but obviously, it's something you don't have. So you can kind of, in a, in a, in a way, outsource that, learn throughout the process, yep. get someone who knows what they're talking about, has proven that to speak to it. And so yeah, now you've brought more value to your channel. I love that uh, specialist point, and it reminds me of someone who I definitely uh, overlooked <laughs> shoutouts for, my buddy Brandon. We've done tons of uh, live streams together, and that was definitely one of those things where, you know, I'm good with videos. Uh, I know how to work Premiere really well. I've even been, even been doing quite a bit of, like... Uh, green screen keying and like masking type of bs lately but when it came to like live streams and obs and stuff like i'm learning that a little more now but i was like whoa okay like i need some especially switching different cameras and like running a yeah. live show and all the audio needs to work like yeah that's that's a very good point man when you need like that specialist is uh definitely definitely a time to do it definitely an advantage i can't even imagine you trying to shoot that alone like with all that going on having to monitor switch things like that's you you need to yeah it, it helps a lot for yeah, sure for to have someone on there with you for sure yeah i had a point i, I forgot it i <laughs> want okay. you to go i have more points i want you to go <laughs> <laughs> uh, i just want like when it comes to actually shooting the stuff right it's when you have that second person there uh maybe they can even bring their own camera you've got more gear it's just going to make everything a lot easier to do right like especially if you have multiple multiple cameras and a whole bunch of lights and like even if there is multiple sources of audio and you've got to be syncing all that together and then you're managing everything else that's going on. Are there people who are noisy around you on set? You know, keep making sure that your talent is comfortable. Just makes it so much easier to have uh, another person there. And honestly, like makes it a lot less stressful, right? Especially with the type of shooting that I've done, like where I've really needed collaborators uh, is definitely like the restaurant stuff when we're shooting like cooking demos that are actually happening, happening in real time. And there's that whole element like to add to the stress of it, not only, you know, do you have all these different cameras and lights and everyone's schedule to deal with, but then adding the element of like that food actually needs to get cooked and like look good <laughs> at the end of it. Right. It can't be like real cold. Like you'll be able to tell, you know? Uh, so yeah, bringing in an extra person definitely makes it less stressful and easier. Did you remember the thing that you want to talk about? I did. Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. I mean, um, something that, I can probably speak to a little bit more is just, you know, when you are working within that video creation role, but within uh, an organizational structure rather than the freelance side of things, um, collaboration still does happen. And in a lot of ways, it's necessary, um, you know, talking to the development team, you know, especially speaking from my perspective here, you know, working with you know, a software company, yeah. but, you know, speaking to the dev team to understand what is this new feature that's coming out? Help me understand it so I can paint it best, right? Mm -hmm. um, the customer support, 
and sales teams, understanding what are the customer's pain points, what's going on, and how can you echo that in your video? Mm -hmm. um, the marketing team, like other members of the marketing team that have just been around longer, you know, what works well, what keywords sure, are yeah. working really well and resonating. Um, and then lastly, you know, brand managers and teams. Um, that's been an incredible opportunity for me this year is obviously, um, or I guess, you know, in the uh, last uh, seven or eight months to to work with someone who is a brand designer and to really have to stick to brand guidelines, but also get to utilize some of the graphics that they create in my videos instead of having yeah. to create more from scratch. So sometimes it's enabling you to um, publish content and increase SEO, uh, you know, uh, improve your SEO. Sometimes it's improving the content, the meat of the video. Sometimes it's just making life easier for yourself as well. Yeah, for sure. And to build off of that, you know, when you're like shooting with other people or working on these projects with other people, there's methods that they use or things in their workflow that you're like, oh, wow, I didn't really think about doing it that way. And you can incorporate that for your own stuff, like especially yeah. on that marketing side, man, like more and more, you know, now that I've been focused on that, like direct sales stuff and kind of overall working that with my content, like I'm, I do find myself drawing on the bigger clients that I've worked for in the past, kind of thinking about how did they do it and trying to bring some of that in. And that can be as easy as like apps or things that they use, right? Like whether that's, uh, Slack or Asana, like I used to use Slack at Vistaprint, right? I never like really used it before I worked there. And then, you know, that's like a huge corporate mm -hmm. thing. And there are definitely some uh, tools that I, you know, kind of figured out how to use working for them that I was like, or different organizational things or how they manage people and things like that, right? Just so many different things that you can bring into yourself that, yeah, if you were Mr. Like, just tried to be Mr. Smarty Pants all the time and got like went that cocky way of like oh well i know how to do everything it's more like you're not you're not that great to be honest with you like no matter how good a shooter you are there's another shooter who's more experienced than you more creative than you like that was a big thing for me man is like keeping an open mind and like stepping back like that's a, that's a huge advantage of it is if you're if you're willing to be a little bit more humble everything that you can learn and then you can reincorporate that like every shoot under your belt is just more skills more knowledge if if you're willing to be open to it right yeah i think something that a lot of photographers fall victim to uh, definitely i have as well and it's something that you kind of just subconsciously fall into sometimes is this idea that you know i know enough yeah and i think yeah. that's right right like that's a really dangerous thing to, to think, you know, like, okay, well, I understand my ISO. I understand, you know, the, the, how to operate a camera through manual. That's yeah. good enough. <laughs> um, but realistically, like as Jared's saying here, you can learn so much, you know, organizationally, um, you know, uh, also through just collaborating with other people on projects. Um, you know, one thing that, um, we haven't really gotten a chance to do much recently, unfortunately, is photo walks. And yeah. in a sense, that It'll is kind back. of collaboration, right? I mean, yeah. you know, sometimes you bring out some models or some subjects or something to just take photos of. And it's really interesting to see how other people capture that thing. Um, you know, one project that I got to work on, it didn't go on long enough. I'd love to, to reach out to Nick and, and continue this, but it was called Emotional Perspectives. And... The idea was we we're both creatives, right? We're both photographers, we've, but we both had completely different upbringings. And, and so media, forms of media that we've consumed, all of this different uh, input that's you know growing up that's been different. I'm sure there's been some overlap, of course. I'm sure we both watched Dragon Ball Z at some point. But um, at the end of the day, you know, how we, when we pulled out an emotion from a hat, uh, after we, let me, uh, let me just reiterate that part. Sorry, guys, I, I kind of messed that part up. What I'm trying to say is we would pull a name out of a hat. It wouldn't be a name, it'd be a name of an emotion or an emotion there. And we would have to take an hour with a model to visually interpret our, like, how we perceive that emotion. Like, when we, I think of depression, it's going to be a lot different because my dad suffers from depression. He always has my whole life, right? But someone else might just think of it as like, oh, like someone's just sad that day, right? Mm -hmm. And so, to, and I'm not saying that's what Nick's perception of it was, but I mean, what I'm saying is it's interesting also to see, you know, how others interpret that, to see yeah. how others demonstrate or like put that on a canvas 
right? Just to see what that looks like. You see, obviously, all the, a lot of these challenges that you see in photo contests are like the color red and to see how mm -hmm. people get really versatile with that is more of an example that you guys probably have seen recently. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's an interesting opportunity to to meet up with people and just get an idea as to how they see things, both sure, on man. the lens, on the camera, on the SD card, I guess is the right mm -hmm. place, uh, or, uh, you know, just mentally. Yeah, hopefully you're saving it to an SD card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit, bro. <laughs> There's always that thing that pops up right away. I don't know if this happens on uh, Sony's, but on Canon's, like when you don't have a card, definitely that first thing when you turn it on, it's like, there's no card in this camera. You don't, don't get too, <laughs> don't get too excited, you know? Um, yeah. The, and just that having another person there, you get a whole nother person's perspective and a whole nother person's brain. Like, when you're on, especially on an actual like busy set where there's filming going on and all these different moving pieces, right? Maybe my brain is 100% in one spot. Like to give you a perfect example, when we were shooting the food, right? The way that I would do like the B-roll shots of the food, I had my gimbal and I had the camera on the gimbal and I'd be like holding it, kind of crouched down to the same level and pan over the food, right? And right. I'm so in the moment doing that. And, you know, to be honest, pretty sweaty because we were filming in a, a kitchen. <laughs> right. Uh, and I'm doing that over and over for these different plates. And then Tristan's there and he's like, dude, we've got a tripod. Doesn't that thing have a tripod uh, mount on the bottom of that gimbal? And I was like, yeah, it does. I never thought about that. Bring that tripod over. Put the gimbal on the tripod. And then, bro, this is where it got crazy. We took the um, app on the phone, hooked that. To the thing and then we had a hands-free like and it was literally the same movement every time right it was like Holy. literally perfect every single time because of like the way that i set up the sensitivity of it yeah it was sick so my you know, mind is blown make, yeah that's cool right and and yeah you know that's something that yeah do, do i have the resources and smarts to put that together myself yeah would i have like taken the time to do it or like thought about it in the moment when I'm all like stressed and sweating. No. Right. So having that other person there, you know, that's just a personal example, uh, really brings, you know, fresh ideas and, and problem solving that you can't really come up with on your own just because, uh, you know, our brains are finite, right. <laughs> to be yep. honest, like we're both pretty smart dudes, but you know, there's things on that laughing Viking sh uh, shoot that I was aware of, um, that like you yeah. weren't necessarily right. Even some, like yep. some of the fundamental things of like shooting a space and conveying that, but then there was creative things that you were bringing in that, like, like, man, that shot that comes down from the live on air that pulls back, you know, and then I come <laughs> back and look at that later and I'm like, shit, the color grading on this, make it blue and red. And I was like, whoa, this looks like the new Batman trailer now. And you know, like, <laughs> I just, the layers that come from collaboration, man, it's, it's very yeah. exciting stuff. And yeah, this, this is going to be one of those episodes that goes along. I can tell already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like just the point to emphasize here, if you want to be a very good photographer or a very good videographer, you need to collaborate. I'm just mm -hmm. letting you know like that. It's just like, it's not one of these things where we're sitting here and going, it'd be great if you did this. It's probably a good idea. No, no, yep. the, you need to collaborate with people. I mean, unless you are just like in front of a screen at all times consuming every yeah. Peter McKinnon, Chris Howe, Maddie Hapoya, is that how you say that? All sure. the videos online. Unless you're consuming all of it and retaining all of it. And, and you gotta do skill share, you to me, you gotta do every class on everything. <laughs> and you're using it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you're using yeah, no, it's, it. Not just paying and you're for using it. it. Believe it That's or not, right. paying for it isn't enough. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, man. It's been cool. Uh, I mean, just I know we've talked about the podcast a couple of times and obviously that's a form of collaboration, but uh, I mean, it's funny how we're this podcast is an opportunity for us to put down our cameras and not take a photo, but to just talk about the, the act mm -hmm. of it. And, and that is in its, in and of itself, how we've learned a lot through collaboration. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've I still take photos during the podcast sometimes though. <laughs> just as I look up, he just got the whole just, rig up. I'm like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, I got my nice, well, I have all my nice gear here, you know, it's beautiful. Got my focus right, it's nice and red. I've got my nice. uh, elephant shirt on here, it's yellow, you know, nice color combos. All that type yeah. of stuff. Uh, yeah, one, one, oh, that's actually, there you go, transition that I didn't even try. Um, speaking oh of 
speaking of BTS photos, that's uh, another advantage of uh, collaboration, right? Being able to get some shots of you working. It's something that you overlook, right? But it's going to help you book more work. Like if you have yeah. behind the scenes shots of you shooting with your target demographic, it's more important than you think, right? So having those uh, photos, having access to that, having somebody else who's able to shoot some of those and, you know, you're shooting some photos for them. Like you need pictures of you shooting. <laughs> you have to be able yes. and videos and behind the scenes stuff really helps you advertise. I've got a folder on my computer that's called camera holder folder. <laughs> and it's, that's and it's a great just, name. It's just pictures of me holding cameras, right? Like that's the whole folder is just full of those because I'm like that goes out on Instagram, that goes on my website, my Google Maps. Michael's gonna get one. That's one of his goals this year to get a Google Maps, get some reviews on there, you know. So getting those behind the scenes shots uh, that you probably wouldn't think to get yourself if you were just shooting all on your own. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, when we were shooting at Laughing Vikings the other day. Uh, Jared yeah. was like, hey, I'm going to get some photos of you. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I don't have any photos. Like if I have <laughs> photos, it's like from a family member, you know, and it's like, you know, not the composition isn't great. I guess for speaking our language. Yeah. Um, you, you've got high standards too. You're like, oh man. Yeah. I would have shot this more at F4. Like, you know, <laughs> right. Well, here's, here's the reason that it's important for a photographer to take your photo when you're yeah. taking photos is because yeah the photo being taken of you is equally as important as the photos that you're, <laughs> that you're taking. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, if imagine if you, if you're like, Oh yeah, I'm a photographer, come to my about me page. And then it's like this photo and your head's like cut in half and, yeah. and you know, it's kind of out of focus and it's there's like, like a oh. smudge. There's like a thumbprint on the lens of the, <laughs> uh, of the iPhone five that they <laughs> shot it on, you know, that's right. And, uh, you know, people are going to look at that and be like, oh, so you chose to put this online as your photo. Yeah. Like, this is what you you thought this was good enough yeah, to, to be like, this is me. Literally, right? if someone so, searches you on like Google images, right? And it's like those crap photos that you got to be yeah. good for, right? Who's this yeah. Frankenstein mofo with the head in half? Like, I, I don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's really important. And, and uh, you know, thank you, Jared, for taking some photos. You got some bomb, bomb photos. Um and I'm going to start asking people more. I'm just going to be yeah. like, hey, yeah. can point. you take my photo while yeah. I'm taking this photo or taking this footage or whatever? Maybe that's yeah, a good man. piece of advice is like ask for it too sometimes. Yeah. Photos are currency. You got to have them for sure. That's why you should hire a photographer. Uh, moving on. Uh, let's get into some stuff about collaborating better, right? We've gone through uh, a lot of reasons, which was great. A lot of reasons of why you should collaborate. Uh, let's get into some tips. Uh, here's a here's a big one. If you're on a, a set, there's a lot of like photos and videos getting shot. There's, you know, two or three people, maybe four or five people involved, you know, maybe, you know, that's about as big a shoot I've done. <laughs> Sometimes there's a few more people yeah. involved. Uh, yeah, someone needs to direct. There needs to be somebody in charge, right? Like as much as it is a collaboration, yes. And everybody's opinions are going to be weighed and everybody's input is going to be like thought of. But there there's shots that need to get shot. There's things that need to get done. And when there's so much stuff happening and literally money is just being spent, like while you're all there shooting, somebody needs to be in charge. And that's why there's a, like a director role <laughs> just makes sense. Right. And it's confusing for the talent. Like if there's three, three different people trying to direct, it's like, okay, who do I listen to? Right. Like at the end of the day, everyone's ideas come together, but there needs to be someone who's like in charge calling the shots. Otherwise it's just going to get chaotic right so kind of just pick who that is it doesn't have to be me necessarily right like i've even stepped back i'll let brandon direct a, a live stream or you know i'll play play more of a supportive role on that right it's not all about like being the egotistical like well i'm the director and, and stuff like that it's just more the practical thing of like to get the shots someone's got to be calling the shots right <laughs> that's a really good you should tag that um yeah, no, I think that's a really, really good point. And um, I think the beautiful thing with with our craft is that unless you're shooting like a film, um, and even in that sense, sometimes that's it's not, uh, it doesn't necessarily apply. But I think we're constantly bouncing between who's leading on set. You know what yeah. I mean? I think it's just like sometimes it just takes a certain person 
or like a, a specific person with the right know-how that knows how to step forward on a specific problem or, or, or situation um, to step up and, and just like go, okay, guys, this is what we need to do. Like, let me explain the situation. Okay, we're good to go. Let's go. And I think, um, you know, it's a really good point that you brought up. I'm glad that we're talking about this because it's something that I actually haven't done a lot of thinking about. But um, I, I think there, if there is one thing that comes to mind when it comes to a a set of multiple people coming together to shoot something, especially if it's for a client, is having some sort of baseline structure. Um, oh, so that yeah. way it's like, right? Like, I mean, we're talking like some sort of timeline, like an agenda. Oh, you mean plan right? shit? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> planning. Yeah. Like some planning goes a long way when you yeah. have a bunch of creative people in a room with their, uh, their heads and they can go crazy. And, uh, you know, I think it's good to have that timeline of like, okay, we want to get this done by here, by this time then. And, um, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's good to have that. It, it helps move things forward and, uh, kind of helps, you know, if you're maybe someone who, wants to kind of get things going forward and you're a bit shyer you can just point at a schedule and be like guys like we gotta you know we gotta move along here yeah, you know dude. we you know there's so a reason why kind of look at there's it. a reason why movies have scripts right so that you don't just show up and and try to try to shoot whatever <laughs> make it up as you go right tell I guess, us the improv comics yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey dude improv is a skill that we use every oh every, yeah every week every podcast you know 100 percent. this whole and show. every day you know when i'm trying no, I'm to joking. come up uh with reasons for my girlfriend why i like didn't vacuum or whatever you know it's <laughs> it's important to have those improv skills uh yeah some other stuff that i have here just from my own personal experience uh supporting your teammates is a big part of it especially on set uh you know if you're working long hours maybe you're there for five six hours you know be aware of other people and try to remember to treat people like people like that don't forget that right things can get pretty heated and you want to you want to make a good video and and you want to take good photos you want to impress the client but don't forget to like treat each other well and that can be as simple as like you're coming to the shoot you know go you're grabbing yourself a coffee and a muffin you're grabbing them a coffee and a muffin right something literally that simple like bring them bring them a coffee uh you know just because me and tristan are old we each took our turn and throwing out our literally has happened like it's so funny bro such an old man story i threw out my back when we were shooting this uh video for ascari for the restaurant i just like yeah. went to pick up camera gear and like the way that i did it my back just went like and it was like hurting like a math <laughs> the rest of the thing and, and tristan had some tylenol for me which was you got to bend bad. those knees bro you gotta I, bend those knees that was the issue man and i was like i went in like a dark room to do it because i just wanted to be like out of the way and like get some shit out of my bag and yeah it was dumb but then a different day tristan did the exact same thing so then i had to you know support him now i'm doing all the heavy lifting and giving him the tylenol so you know just uh yeah being being aware of your teammates keeping uh keeping your head up and just like yeah actually thinking about people as people like don't forget that that they're not just the camera operator that they're not just there to like do the sound like there's somebody that needs to be taken care of and you know someone needs to be looking out for them right and you gotta look out for your teammates so yeah i think that is such an underrated thing is like mm -hmm. the support piece and i think it goes yeah. to kind of like what you were speaking to there like the the like physically if so you need to actually physically help someone then that's that you know that's important and it's good but even like on that emotional side too, like, I mean, I have a, a video that I created. I'm still happy about, I created it like three or four years ago. And it was basically the whole premise of it was positivity is crucial as a creative. Like the, nice. the images that you take on your worst day are the worst photos usually. Like unless, unless you can channel that in a creative way. But mm -hmm. if you're going to shoot client work and you want to be inspired, it's hard to be when you're upset. And yeah. so controlling your own emotions, but I mean, in, in the context of collaboration, helping other people stay in check, right? Like, you know, um, just boosting people up, so, you know, people have shit, it happens, it's hard, you know, people make mistakes sometimes. And, you know, for me, I haven't had a lot of opportunity personally to do like bigger, like larger collaborations on, on, um, on gigs. It's usually just been kind of the one man show, but uh, I can see that being really important and also a benefit to have p other people on set to help you, you know, yeah. get yourself back well, on this, track. 
the same just in like a, a normal nine to five job as well, right? Like to support yeah. the people around you and stuff. I know it, it does get tougher when you're not in the same place. Like, you know, I used to bring people coffees and stuff at work all the time at Vistaprint. But, you know, now I don't know. You send them a five dollar on uh, Starbucks or whatever. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sure how to do exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, working like remote that. makes it a bit harder for sure. Yeah. Um. Another big one here, like just to make the whole process of collaboration easier, right, is like teaching each other stuff even off site, like when you're not even shooting or, you know, with my editors, right? Like uh, back when Sin- uh, Sydney was doing more editing for me, she still does a bit, but she did get it, uh, a full time job. So congratulations. Shout to- out Sydney. Shout out to Sydney on that one for getting that full-time video editing job, man. I taught her video editing, and uh, and then she got a job doing it. So Bro, that's a, that's a you're flex, a proud sensei. Man. I'm a proud, proud sensei. sensei. Very proud, very proud. Uh, yeah, but I would always be trying to, and, and vice versa, right? Like if she learned a new thing, like she just watched some cool thing on uh, YouTube, some tutorial, she'd be like, yo, check this. Like we'll do a hop on Zoom. Let's do a screen share okay, now I want to show you this, like anything that I'd learned, like uh, even when I was getting more into like doing warp stabilizer and stuff like that, getting better at like fine tuning that and working on that type of stuff for those, you know, smoother gimbal shots and shit like that. Just, you know, sharing what you've learned, whether that's like some color grading thing, whether that's how to do green screen better, whether that's like you just figured out how to, man, remember that time when you figured out how to auto sync sound in Premiere, just how much that like saved, <laughs> saved lives, oh my. right? Oh my, <laughs> right? Like in the, you can just change someone's life with that simple thing of like hopping on Zoom for five minutes, screen sharing and being like, yo, check this shit out on Premiere, right? Yeah. I think there's a really cool point to bring up uh, in, in touching on a few different things that we've talked about on this show uh, and feeding off of what you were just talking about there. You know, like Sydney's awesome and, you know, she's she's a great editor and, you know, she got to learn a lot through you and you got to learn a lot through her. And I think that's the point I want to emphasize here is like um, you don't you it's not like you can only learn from Peter McKinnon. Sometimes it's the questions that someone who's learning asks that makes yeah. you rethink things. Right. True. Man. So, and, oh, and, yeah. and sometimes there are questions that you wouldn't even have thought to had. Maybe it improves you in your game. So I think, um, you know, helping someone learn the craft like Jared just mentioned is, is an incredibly powerful thing to do as well. Yeah. And just taking that time and it might seem like kind of a pain in the ass to take time after work to do something. But if it makes the whole process easier, like that's a big part of entrepreneurship as well, right? To be frank, like you do sacrifice your time quite a bit. (laughs) You kind of have to be willing to do that, especially if you want to do it full time. Like you just have to be willing to put in extra hours, right? Like we do that with this podcast as well. We record on Sunday afternoons for Christ's sake so that we can have it out usually on Monday, right? Like... The, those small, you know, you take even 10 minutes to explain something to somebody on a Saturday and then on that Monday, it's just going to be 10 times easier for you to actually execute it. Right. So for me, that's always, uh, you know, always a, a calculation that I can make that I'll do it <laughs> usually. But you, you got to be careful, too. And, and there's work life balance and stuff. We've got an episode on that as well that you can uh, can check out. Right. And another, yeah, just another one here is when you do get into those bigger shoots uh, and if you do have like people supporting you and stuff like that, don't take that as an opportunity to like slack off or let your mind wander or not pay attention. There is this dynamic that happens when the more people that you have on set, like if you have two you know, people helping, maybe you've got three cameras and someone's manning both of those cameras, right? You might think like, oh, well, that means that I can chill. It doesn't really work like that. You basically still have to be working as hard and like staying as awake and in the moment as you would otherwise, because there's just way more shit. (laughs) Like there's more shit. (laughs) That means there is more shit that could go wrong, right? There's more cameras that could get knocked over. There's more lights that could fall. There's more things that lights that could die. There's more cameras that can die, right? So just don't think that the fact that bringing in more people is instantly going to make it easier. And then you can just like chill out, right? There's really no chilling out. Like you're still going to have to be a hundred percent engaged and like literally, you know, really expensive cameras can get broken, 
people can even get hurt if like, uh, you know, the light stand falls on them or something like that. Like you really have to be in the moment, you know, and not be drinking like six beers. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be like, I'll just bring in a second shooter and I can chill. Right. Like it doesn't work that way. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's, it's actually a really interesting point. I I didn't have this jotted down, but you got me thinking, um, sometimes collaboration isn't a good idea. Um, some, sometimes when it's something that's kind of intricate or something that you know well or that you've thought out very well, you know exactly how you want to get that shot. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of hard to communicate that. Sometimes it's, you know, it's, it's, I, I don't even need two cameras. I can yeah. literally, I know exactly the kind of movement I can make here and I can, I can, you know, kind of like Jared was talking about, sometimes we, we use some interesting uh, uh, camera shots and tricks in, in the Viking video there and, um, it kind of just sways into another room or how we do different things. And someone might not think about that or or um, really just be needed. Like Jerry yeah. mentioned, sometimes you don't need more people. More people might not be the solution. Um, it's just, you know, what do you need to yeah. get that and, done, right? And maybe that's not a reason to, you know, forego the idea of collaboration, but definitely something to be aware of if you do want to collaborate, right? Knowing that not everyone's going to, understand exactly what you're talking about or maybe like yeah you might just be a little bit disappointed like that's something that you should be aware of because if i'm just like shouting stuff at somebody like f4 uh, and it needs to be you know uh 4k 60 4k 60 4k 60 and i just keep yelling that and they're like i don't know what that means bro like (laughs) you're gonna have to come over here and calm down and explain that to me yeah just be yeah be aware that not everybody has the exact same experience as you and yeah, be patient with people again. It just, a lot of this is like the dynamics of working with people and it's kind of that golden thing. It's so obvious, but like, do you want someone to be like yelling at you and treating you like an idiot because like you don't understand white balance? (laughs) Right? Like that's just, it's not, it's not nice. Take the time to explain to somebody white balance. Yeah. Ultimately, sorry, go ahead. And and pick the people who you're collaborating with wisely, right? Like, (laughs) I know that I can bring Michael into uh, a lot of different types of shoots, but like when I brought you into U of T, that was honestly perfect. I was like, this is like headshots. We've got like a, a nice like corporate space with air conditioning. Like Michael is the guy for the job, right? Like he's going to be able to, to, to hang and we're going to get some freaking Mr. Sub and it's going to be a good time. Right? Like I, sw- I had, I sweat so much that day. We, I don't know when oh it was pretty God. air conditioning, but we were just working fast. There's a lot of stuff. There's yeah, like 50 stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then we went outside for a bit. It was a whole thing. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. That was a lot of fun. They were so, they're such good sports. Um, oh, dude, you set me up. Thank you. Cause I, that's another great transition. Uh, I've got one more thing in this category. If you got something else, that's cool. Uh, but I just want to say like this, this come up, comes up a lot. Um, especially when I'm doing those, like more, my brain is really going there for this episode. Like those cooking on set photos and videos, bunch of people like, it's important to remind yourself that it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's, I would, you know, me and Tristan would be getting like really wrapped up in something and we've got to get like the intro shots, all the cooking shots. We got to get the B roll. We got to get the outro. We got to get all that. And we're very in the moment and very doing it. And there'd be times I'd like, he'd be looking stressed and I'd have to go remind him and be like, dude, this is supposed to be fun. Right? Like you remember that this is fun. Like, don't forget that we're doing this because we love it. Not, you know, it shouldn't just become another like pain in the ass work thing that you have to do, which luckily like never really happens with this podcast. I'm never like, Oh, I got to do the podcast. Right. It's like always something exciting that I'm doing. And like you were saying before, I think that was like a, a very early on point that you were talking about. Right. It's just like, if you're doing something that you really love doing and you're excited about it and you know, it's, it's, what you want, then that's how you're going to bring your best work to the table. So kind of just, yeah, that attitude thing and like remember to enjoy it, even though it can be like pretty intense and stressful at times to, to do this stuff. I mean, Jared, <laughs> like that is me, man. Like I, I feel like I haven't been enjoying mm. my craft as much in the mm. past, even just like a couple of years. Like mm. I, I, I get so wrapped up in what's going wrong. Like you know, what could be looking better, you know, and I'm just, 
I, I, you know, yeah, like this is supposed to be fun. And I know Jared has definitely had moments like this with me where I'm like fucking stressed out. <laughs> and, and Jared's just like, bro, like it's chill. It's cool. Don't worry. Like it's good. Yeah, you could literally, show. it's going to be a good you time. You could fuck this shot up 10 times. Just get it right on the 11th. Like, right? <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I'm sure I'm not the only one, but like, yeah, like I, sh- I stress hard sometimes. And I think it's, um, well, it's cause it's cause you have high standards for yourself, man. And, and that's, that's good. Right. That's a good thing. But also to, to enjoy the process and, and like, this is tough to do. Right. But it's tough for me too, but to enjoy like the process of kind of failing or working through a failure. Right. Yeah. Being like, man, even if, you shoot a video and you have to like reshoot a part of it and that's painful, very painful. Like that happened to me a lot, especially when I started, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> like shoot a whole video and it'd be out of focus. You'd be like, set up everything again and reshoot this video. Right? <laughs> like that's, that's painful to go through, but in a way you have to, it's tough to do in the moment too, but in the in a way you do have to learn to enjoy even the, the screw ups and the working through of that stuff. Cause that like, it's just improving you in the long run. Right. And like your, your ability to improvise solutions for things like that, everything that you're learning, you're, you're always bringing that back and, uh, incorporating it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I think it's something, I I don't know how we didn't, we didn't really say this, but like collaborate on content that you need. Mm, True. You know, like what do you need to learn specifically? Where, where can you improve? And then, you know, find that specialist. That's a term we've already used today. Find that specialist, make that piece of content, but don't just make it because you think it's going to get the clicks or the views, make it because you need it. And odds are, if you need it, someone else is going to need it too. So if you are going and you're making YouTube content, that's a good piece of advice there as well. Um, one point I did want to add in, add in before we leave uh, here today is uh, on tips for collaboration. You know, don't forget gigs are a collaboration between you and your client. Um, you know, if you are unsure about something, ask them, you know, if, if they make suggestions, you know, those should be, uh, incorporated or at least considered. I mean, these are, um, you know, at the end of the day, you are brought in for your talent, but you're capturing their product. So you're collaboratively trying to make something that works. Um, so, you know, if you don't understand the product, if there's something that might give you more context, especially if you're shooting, like for me, I mean, I, I, sh- I love shooting lifestyle, like lifestyle photography is my shit. And you need to ask a lot of questions because when you're framing a shot, when you're adding context to the frame, those little details can really make it something that the client loves mm-hmm. and that works in, in projecting what they want to put out. Right. So yeah, yeah collaborate with your clients. And you, you've definitely, uh, you know, to your credit, spoken very honestly on that in the past of like, you know, I think yeah. the the kind of motto of this episode could be like check check your ego and like don't think that you're the smartest uh, genius in the universe because yeah you know you might be shooting something for a client and you bring like all of this crazy ideas to it oh I'm gonna do this this and this and then you send it to them and they're just like this is straight up not what I wanted <laughs> right yeah you're like yeah. you have to you do have to view it as a collaboration with the client and all of these uh, support things that we've talked about as well right bringing that coffee just treating people nice in the same way that you'd be you know tapping your buddy on the shoulder being like yo that's a sick shot dude i love that like that's perfect maybe maybe uh try to do like a little bit more bokeh but you know like it's uh, pretty cool <laughs> you know just like bringing them up making them feel good you should be doing the the same thing with the client right like that was a great take oh holy shit whoa you're bringing the fury on this one all right like you know and kind of it definitely helps to, uh, you know, maybe we'll do another episode on this as well, like kind of coaching people through a shoot, but yeah, uh, giving giving them energy and and keeping like a jokey atmosphere and like you know, like they're sweaty, you know, so are you. <laughs> We're okay. all sweaty. Everyone joke nervous. around about how you're all yeah. sweaty. Yeah, that's <laughs> if there's really one take, uh, one tip that you can take from this podcast is just acknowledge the sweatiness on set and <laughs> we'll be happy. Uh, I just have a few before we get out of here. This is like going to be to the wire if we want to get this under an hour. Uh, but apps that you can use just because these have been like super helpful to me. Uh, Google Calendar is very good to organize shoots. Like you can, instead of having to talk to five different people, you literally just make one event on Google Calendar uh, and you add five email addresses to that shit. And then if people don't show up, 
it's kind of their fault, right? <laughs> uh, Asana is really good if you need to. Like, I just use Asana to track my own stuff personally. Like, if I have, like, more than two things to do in a day, I kind of need it. Otherwise, I'll start to get sidetracked and be like, well, I could, like, start fucking around. Um, <laughs> right? Play Halo or something. Uh, Asana is <laughs> a great way. Uh, particularly if you have a bigger team, right? Or if you're working on, like, a project where there's a lot of moving pieces and different people. Like, you know, uh, Tim has to uh, key out the background and then send that to to Kyle who has to put in you know the explosions and then send that to whoever Roland Emmerich to you know how I'm always working on Roland Emmerich projects uh yeah <laughs> that's that's a good tool to use uh the zoom the the zoom call that we're in right now you know we got uh zoom for this podcast it's True. a really really great tool as much as we're all sick as hell of zoom um mm-hmm. it is it is an important tool and uh and a really good way to the screen sharing functionality is really good as i said earlier to like teach people shit in premiere now that i'm yeah. running out of time i just have to swear more i don't know why uh, <laughs> i know i've noticed the overall rating go up <laughs> the overall rating it's like pg-13 now uh, and still I start dropping some F-bombs. Uh, Slack is great. I use Slack all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you can uh, you can organize uh, your, your chat rooms into uh, different groups of people who need to do a particular function. So, you know, not everybody needs to read everything. It's just way better than email. I hate email. Slack is the shit. And, uh, and Wave is a, a decent-ish free accounting software there are better ones uh but wave is a is a free one that you can use when you need to do like invoicing and and stuff like that you know when you've got a bunch of different people sending you invoices and you need to pay them you know you got to pay the second shooter the editor the this the that uh you kind of need accounting software to track that stuff yeah and that's all i got um yeah i mean some other tools that are i guess are in relation to collaboration um i mean of course we've talked about how social media can can help you connect with people. Um, and so as a literal f- way for you to uh, get in connection with them there, um, we don't need to go over all those platforms. We've done that before. Um, there are some really interesting sites. Um, I think there's one called this or that I might be wrong. Um, uh, but the, about the name, but it's basically like sometimes you have, um, you know, a photo set and you have a couple images that are similar, but they're a little different. You need to pick one. You can upload those two and people actually vote and help you out and picking out, what is the image that, uh, you know, you should probably go with and scrap. And so that's a cool little form of collaboration. That's different, some feedback. Um, And then a really cool one that I wanted to make sure I brought up here because it's all about collaboration. For the people that know Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I'm pretty sure most people do. Um, He has a site, this project that he's kind of been doing for years. It's called Hit Record. And it is completely grounded in collaboration. Um, you know, basically they'll put up different um, themes and, and things that they need. So like digital assets, photography, songs, whatever, and people will upload and then you can download what they've uploaded. You can add on your stuff, re-upload, hmm. like people collaborate to create what ends up being the end product of the show. So it's a really, really cool uh, opportunity for you to, you know, if you just want to collaborate with people across the world and, and do it like every day. That's interesting, man. And there's always just uh, if you see someone out with a camera on the street, talk to them. That's oh yeah, big tactic of mine. Tell them to listen the to real our local pod- route. Tell them to listen to our podcast. Yeah, give them a sticker. <laughs> and give them a sticker. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much uh, the show, everybody. Uh, I think we got some stuff to tell you before we go. Uh, if you want to get a little bit more photo bros, why don't you head over to Instagram? You probably have that app on your phone. It's a pretty popular app. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have some cool content on there, uh, some stories, some behind the scenes posts. If we do a really good song, I'll put it up on there. Uh, some highlights from the podcast, all that good stuff. Photo underscore bros underscore pod. Uh, and that's all I got to tell you guys about. I don't know if Michael wants to tell you about some other stuff, but I don't. Yeah. If you guys want to collaborate with us, oh. that's the way to do it. Find us <laughs> on Instagram. Join us on the show. Do something else, something fun. Yeah, that's we love uh, 
we love guests. We love guests on the show. So um, if you want to guest on the show and come bring some knowledge and hang out with these two idiots, uh, yeah, mess- message us on Instagram.